If you've been following me for a while, then you know that I love to talk about overall health and well-being and getting good quality sleep is essential to that. That's why I'm super pumped about my amazing Helix mattress. It's literally perfect for me and how I like to sleep. That's because I took a Helix two-minute sleep quiz and they matched me with a mattress that's the perfect combination for me and my body. Everybody is different and everyone sleeps differently, so Helix offers tons of different mattress models and options to choose from, each perfectly designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Head on over to helixsleep.com slash Sadie, take the short quiz, and they'll match you with a mattress that's perfect for you so that you can start getting the best sleep of your life, fam. Helix Sleep is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Sadie and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Go to helixsleep.com slash Sadie and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. What's up, friends? Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back to the Well That's Good podcast. I hope you're having a great week, but per usual, it's about to get so much better because this, y'all, I can't even, I'm so excited because y'all have asked so many times to have Brandon Lake on the podcast, but we did one better. We got Brandon and Brittany Lake on the podcast. So welcome <laughs> to the Lake House. Thank What's you. up, guys? Thank you for having us. Yeah, you got my better half. You, you're, this is uh, a whole nother level. You're sweet. But it welcome is. to the lake house. <laughs> We're coming live from our home and honored to be on. And yeah, stoked to dive in and talk about love. It's going to be so <laughs> fun. Stuff. And since you mentioned that, happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, everyone. Um, if today's like the best day and you love Valentine's Day, high five. If today is like the worst day and you hate Valentine's Day, let me just remind you that God is love and you are created by him. And so you get to celebrate this day just as much as anyone else does. I have truly always loved Valentine's Day. And yeah, I've mentioned yeah. this on the podcast. I have had great Valentine's Days, like married Valentine's Days. And I, whenever I was in high school, was cheated on on Valentine's Day. Oh, and I still love no. it. I still love it. Okay. <laughs> so I still love it. So look, God, God is a God of redemption and you can celebrate no matter what stage of life you're in on this day because uh, God's love. So I'm excited. So, so honored y'all are on. Since we mentioned it's Valentine's Day, you have, uh, I think, a love song that is coming out or just came out at this point. Where are we at with that? Yeah. So um, I had a song on my record called Code of Many Colors. Um, yeah, the song was called Nothing New. And I realized as I was working on it that if I tweaked a few lyrics, um, that I could turn it into a love song. And so I did that. And then I thought uh, it'd be really special to release it on our anniversary, which is the week before Valentine's Day. So it actually came out February 5th, um, just in time to get to get it ready for Valentine's Day. And so but the coolest part about the song, tweaked a few lyrics, made it a wedding kind of version um, or a love song version. And then. I made the bold uh, <laughs> um, step of asking Brittany to sing on it with me. Whoa. And she doesn't, like, she sings in the car. Um, <laughs> and I've always noticed, like, she can, she can, like, carry it in. And uh, I always say, I'm not ruining it for my children, but I'm never going to be a singer. But I didn't ruin it. Right? No, no, <laughs> she did not. And she, she enhanced the track. It was awesome. So when you listen to the song, it's called Nothing New, uh, I Do. In parentheses. Aww. And so we changed some of the words. She went into the studio without me, braved the studio mm -hmm. for the first time, sang some BGVs on it. And um, and now it's out there. And that's kind of been a theme with our relationship. Um, is has been I, I did a record for Britt, mm -hmm. surprising uh su I surprised her with a whole record called Almond Eyes the shape of her eyes and um it was like five songs and it came out on her 10-year anniversary so i'm just trying to one-up myself um, year after year but y'all are crushing album it when you when you presented it to me with a whole marriage lesson in itself because it did not go well <laughs> okay so sidebar um she in the relationship is the worst gift receiver ever because she doesn't know how to be emotional in the moment i if you give me a gift you are going to feel like, I mean, the best person. It could be like a crayon. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I wanted this color. <laughs> yeah, it literally, so give me anything. And I'm, I'm going to at least 
fake it and make you feel like it was the best <laughs> gift ever. Um, she did. She did not. I'm cry. a processor. I'm a processor, and never That's surprise me. your wife right before you leave the country for the first time without your children yeah. the day before. Yeah, just but, like the prep going into that, I was an emotional. I was like <laughs> in another space, and so yeah, it was. But but I've learned it was the best gift I've ever gotten. Just took me time. (laughs) It's taken thirteen years. Taken thirteen years to realize that really her love language is animals. And so for her birthday, her birthday a few weeks ago, um, right after Christmas, I bought her a cow, and she immediately cried. So the cow trumped the. The record. She sure. did not take sure? her any time to process that gift. She was immediately crying. Our cow's name's Baby Billy, and uh, she might love that cow more than me. That is hilarious, Baby Billy over almond eyes. Well, I remember- maybe you could write a song about Baby Billy. Then she'll, oh, she will cry. Like a nursery. It's too. in the works. It's in the works. That's a for sure cue the tears if you write that song. That's so funny. I'm the same way though. I do not do well with emotion in the moment. And I don't, I always, that bothers me about myself because I feel like I am such a processor too. And I'm a thinker. Like <clears throat> when you do the Myers-Briggs, you know, it's like thinking and feeling. Christian was all feeling. He was like 21 out of 22 feeling, which sounds like you, Brandon. <laughs> And I, yes. I'm the most emotional man ever. <laughs> Christian's sensitive too. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was split in the middle. I was like 11 and 11 thinking and feeling, which is so me because I'm like, I'm feeling it, but I'm also processing it at the same time. And then I cry later, but not in the moment. And then sometimes in the moment, you know, it's perceived like I'm not caring or I'm not being emotional about it, but I'm like, no, I do. I'm just thinking about it. And so that's so funny because that is totally me. And But I do remember whenever Almond Eyes came out, I remember my friends, we all loved it. I still love it. I was listening to it this morning (laughs) knowing y'all are going to be honest. So sweet. Um, But I'm glad glad that you've learned. See, that was a really good point though. Good marriage point that you learned what she loved and it was animals. So you shifted and you got her a cow. And you do (laughs) have to learn people's love language. Like my grandparents tell us that all the time. Um, You know, what does Tubaba say? Not just like love others um in the way that they would want he says like love your spouse in the way that they would want to be loved not in the way that like you would mm-hmm. want to be loved always because yeah you might want to be loved in a different way than they do and so if if yeah. she likes animals and you don't um but yeah. you know she does <laughs> that is what you get her instead of what you would want so that's a good point although he tried to get a puppy the other day and i was like absolutely not. <laughs> there comes yeah, there comes a point when uh, there's too many animals. <laughs> but I'll say um, not only in the um, the gift giving and learning what each other loves, but like also learning how each other, like like you said, process. Mm-hmm. Um, I am super emotional. I also am somebody that wants to, if, if we have a tiff and we're frustrated with one another and I immediately want to resolve it. Whereas she is someone who has to process, you know, what happened, what's going on, what's the truth, what's the lie, unbelievable. Like she, yeah. she kind of goes to a place where it's almost not isolation. It's like healthy reflection before we were to come back together and resolve the conflict. Whereas I'm like, I'm a people pleaser. You're if anyone's like yeah. upset with me for any reason, I want to, I want to get it over with now. Like let's resolve it. And I've had to learn how to give her space and time and go, okay. Um, like, and it's honestly been healthy for me too, because sometimes I'll just try to fix it really quick and not really take the time to process. How do I actually change? How do, how do I grow and, and make sure that this doesn't happen again, or that I can, we can have that conversation more um, in a, in a healthy way. Yeah. No, that's so good. I'm the same way. And we actually realized that the other night because we were, um, we had already decided we were going on a date before we got into this argument, which, you know, it's kind of funny when you have that happen where it's like you have the date night plan. And then in the middle of like the planning and the date night, you get into this big argument and it's like, oh, shoot. But at least (laughs) we have a date tonight. Um, So we were kind of like getting through it and we did. And it was like, okay, I'm sorry, but I'm still thinking about it. Like, I'm still like, Thinking about, you know, again, I'm, I'm going there. I'm like, what's the lie I'm believing? What's making me feel insecure about this? What all the different things. And so on the way to the movie, I was like, 
Okay, let me just say what happened earlier and what and Christian just looked at me. He was like, I was like, he just kind of gave me a face, and I said something along the lines of, "Are you happy? Like one to ten? Like where are you at? Like where are we at?" And <laughs> I just knew he was like not there. He's like, I just don't want to talk about this anymore. I thought it was over, and um, it was kind of like earlier. I was just trying to put a ban on it because I didn't have the time and space to think about it. But then after I thought about it, I'm like, well, I just want to let this all out and then I can like finally move on once we talk about it all. So it is so true. Like different people process in different ways. And it seems like me and Brittany are very similar in the way that we <laughs> kind of unpack <laughs> the whole thing. Brandon, like, I think we're just super similar. Yeah. I just can't sing. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I will never be on a track, Brittany. I have I cannot keep it I cannot keep it. <laughs> they can do some amazing things. I actually could I actually yeah. could ruin it for my kids. So <laughs> we're opposite. They, so that. they have they have auto tune. You'd probably be fine. They don't have auto muscles, so I could never be you. I don't look like a. I don't look like a Greek god. I appreciate oh it. Oh my gosh! Well, we always ask the same question on this podcast. We always ask, "What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given?" But today, we'll shift it a little bit into, "What's the best relationship advice you've ever been given?" And it's great because we're about ten minutes in. You've already given a lot of great advice. But what's something that maybe a mentor, parents, friends? Uh, said to you guys that really impacted y'all's relationship. I've definitely talked a lot on this podcast about just the ebb and flow of using social media. Sometimes it can be an encouragement and just overflow, and then sometimes it can be really stressful, honestly. Sometimes our phone activity can be a distraction, but it can also be a blessing if we're being intentional about the way that we use it. Abide is actually the number one Christian meditation app, and its users report lower stress, lower levels of anxiety and depression, and better sleep. That definitely sounds like a blessing and something that we all should download right now. Abide offers meditation that start at just two minutes long so that you can fit them into even the busiest schedule. And I am all about a two-minute vacation, not gonna lie. They feature topics like managing stress, addiction, and recovery, finding forgiveness, and more. Plus, for a limited time, our listeners will get 25% off a premium subscription when you text WHOA, W-H-O-A, to 22433. Join the millions of people who start their day with the bi-daily meditations that are based on scripture and designed to draw you closer to God. And if you want to end your day with a buy too, they offer Bible bedtime stories that are great for both kids and grown-ups. I've actually used the Abide app for bedtime more than the morning time because I find that it's so hard for me to just get my mind to stop at night, but whenever I'm listening to a story, I get lost in it, or even just letting Abide read scripture over me, it's been like the best for just settling anxiety before I go to bed. So get started now with 25% off a premium subscription by texting WHOA, W-H-O-A, to 22433. And you'll get additional stories and meditations, premium music, soothing sounds, and more. Support this show and get 25% off by texting WOE to 22433. Ladies first. Yeah, um, I think it was our first year of marriage. And I was in oh, like a worship wives group. Small group. And his boss, um, Tara Banks, who we love dearly, she just like was gathering us and just like pouring into us and i'll never forget in our first year of marriage she was like ladies um are you guys praying daily for your husband like so elementary she was like are you praying daily for your husband and i was i like thought about it and she was like if you're not praying daily for your husband how is he ever ever going to reach his full potential if you're not the one on your knees praying for him daily he'll never get where he's gonna go what needs to go and never go further unless you're the one on your knees praying for your husband every day. And I was wow. just like, I don't know why it hit me so hard. And I was like, it's so simple, but it's so mm-hmm. true. If it's not me, then who is it? Yeah. yeah. And so I've I was heard. so glad she said that like year one, because yeah. it's definitely motivated me to like, yeah, just spend time with God praying for Brandon every day. And I feel that. And I, I feel like that's why I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I, I've had so many prayer warriors um, yeah. in my life, but to know that my wife is my biggest champion and praying not only that I would succeed and and ministry and loving people well and you know putting out music all that, but the fact that she's praying protection over me yeah. and and there's like specific things I can remember, you know, in our marriage we've been married 13 years and the the beginning was 
challenging just because we've never lived together. Mm -hmm. We've never been married before. We've never done this. And of course, like two selfish people coming together. And I can remember specifically being like, coming from me, like he's not going to receive this, but I know if I prayed to God specifically for these things. Yeah. I watched over the years over and over him that Brina would come to me. I'd be like, I literally was just yeah. praying for that. Wow. Yeah. And he's like, listen, I know I've been selfish in this area. This, but, and it's just really cool to see how over 13 years, all those prayers not always were answered in the way that I thought, Yeah, but just how Brandon, the Holy Spirit would lead him through my prayers yeah. to be a better husband, a better mm-hmm. father, a better friend. I mean, it was, it's, we're only 13 years in. We got a long way to go. But that is like the number one thing that I feel like shifted our marriage. Yeah. Year one was like a little bit of a shock. <laughs> yeah. No, that's I mean, so good. Yeah. That's so good. I, it makes me think of in First John where it talks about like no one's seeing God, but we see God through the way that we love one another. And I have experienced mm-hmm. that with Christian where it's so cool when you're praying for your spouse and then they come to you and say something that only yeah. you've said to God. Yeah. And it makes you like feel so crazy loved in one moment because you feel loved by God that he would speak that over your spouse and Mm -hmm. then feel loved by your husband that they would say that to you. And it just like, when you talk about God being first in a relationship or God being the foundation of a relationship, that is a very like tangible and practical way to actually see that um, and how the blessing of that, that God is like fighting for your marriage with you, that he's in your marriage yeah. with you, that he's speaking to him to help him love you. And you get to see God Absolutely. do that. It's so cool. Yeah. You interceding for me has, has been a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, the best relationship advice I've ever received kind of came through a hard lesson. Um, I had just gone out on my very first tour um, and I was with Bethel Music at the time. And um a lot of mountaintop experiences for me, dreams come true, happened back to back within a span of a few weeks. I come home from tour and I had no idea uh, psychologically, emotionally, mentally, physically what that would do coming back home. And things were great at home, um, but I actually met the family in Disney World for a lot of people, Disney World is heaven. <laughs> to me, it's hell on earth, especially with little kids. And it was just the worst way to come back yeah, home. Yeah, it was not a good idea. And your whole family was with us. My whole family's there. Oh. It was a horrible way to transition. Yeah. And that's actually what led me to doing a whole, that was the first panic attack I'd ever experienced in my life. Um, anxiety, I probably would have told you I thought anxiety was something made up just because I'd never tasted it, never experienced it. Mm-hmm. So I went through this season of, of, of gaining tools, like how do I overcome um, the lies, the lies and, and the way the enemy was attacking me, every, attacking me every time I came home. But one thing in going to counseling, which I'll say this, ma'am, go to counseling. I mean, <laughs> if, if there's anything you hear me say, man, get a counselor, a God-loving, fearing mm-hmm. counselor um, that can it, – it's crazy – what you'll discover about your relationship and about each other, just having someone ask you questions. And um, it's like, it's like date night on steroids as far as getting to know each other. And, and, you know, and we try to do that every time we go on a date is ask each other questions. Mm -hmm. What are you dreaming about? What are you struggling with? All of that. But to get back to um, the best advice, what I was doing was trying to fill a void um, with a few different things, but primarily I was trying to fill this void that I felt every time I came home with Brittany mm-hmm. and you can try to heal or, or fill up on a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this marriage obviously is a great thing. This is my partner. Um, mm-hmm. this is our ministry. It, this is my first ministry. But I was even trying to fill a void with Brittany that only God can mm-hmm. fill. Mm-hmm. And she does complete complete me in so many ways. But if I'm only ever going to Brittany to, to fill some need, um, it, it's always going to fall short. And mm-hmm. so I was with my counselor and he said, Brandon, you have to learn how to go to God first and most. And what I was doing is I was going to Brittany first mm-hmm. and I was going to Brittany most to affirm me. And I, I, I just, I felt more insecure than I had ever felt. Just the enemy was attacking me left and right. Didn't recognize the thoughts that were going on in my head. Like, this is not me. Mm -hmm. And I tried to fix it with Brittany. And, uh, 
And I had to realize, man, I've been going to Brittany over God and God has to be first and he's got to be who I go to most. And I, I still try to practice that before Brittany tries to fix something for me internally. I need to go see like, what's God say about this? Who does he say I am? Why am I feeling insecure? And, and go there first. And so make sure in your relationship, this is a beautiful thing. It's your first ministry, but uh, it does not replace the fact that you got to go to God first. And yeah. most, that's number that's one. Good. That's so good. That's such a good thing to point out too, that I think so many people, like you think about going to things that are bad to fill voids. And those are obvious. Right. Like those are like, oh yes, obviously I should not be doing that. I need to fix it. But it's the yeah. things that you're going to that are actually good, but it's not God that are a little bit harder to call yourself out for. But the effects of it um, are still negative. It's panic attacks. It's fear. It's the same insecurity because it's not going to be able to fix mm -hmm. those problems like only God can. And right. I can so relate to that. Yeah. Um, we've been actually talking about that a lot. Um, even just coming off of a really busy season and coming off a of passion, it, it's always it, that January is just always a harder month for me mentally. Um, I, it's mm -hmm. just yeah. like coming off of a high of like the end of the year and be start of the next one. And then it's just kind of like getting into the next, but not really recovering from maybe what we just experienced. And um, yeah. it's so interesting because I've had to like really like force myself into making sure God is first in those things for me too. Like even right after I come off stage, I used to like go straight to Christian because all the insecurities would rise and I would want him to affirm like how it was or yeah. what I said or how it came across and all this stuff. And I had to like this year, whenever Christian was like right after passion, you're like, do you want me to come down and meet you there? I was like, no, just stay, just stay up there. I'll, I'll get to you. Cause I was like, I got to go like get away by myself with the Lord first and just let him yeah, speak. And it was yeah. really cool because then by the time I got to Christian, I wasn't so, I didn't need him to like affirm what God already yeah. affirmed in me. Um, but still, even in doing that, that's a date, that's a daily thing. That was like one time right after the moment, but it's still like coming mm -hmm. off of that high I've experienced more anxiety than I normally do and more mm -hmm. I, I literally had a panic attack this week and I haven't had a panic attack in years um just for the well, sake of mm -hmm. honesty right now of I get that yeah. so fully that's such a real thing that yeah. I currently am going through so I'm really glad that you said that that speaks to me a lot <laughs> that does that that, yeah. that is very helpful yeah. for the situation <laughs> christian's like thank you for saying that this always yeah, right. happens to me on the podcast i'm like okay i'm supposed it. to be hosting this podcast but here we have a friend on and they're like speaking right to me so then i'm like all right everyone while y'all are learning i'm just gonna admit i am too and it's just real. Yes. Like we were talking the other day. We actually were talking about this yesterday, me and some friends, how like it's so easy to confess things that happened in the past. We we said it, it's kind of mm -hmm. like reality TV because we had a reality TV show for a yeah. long time. And it's like you're you're cre you're playing out real moments that happen, but it's not happening in the moment. So it's easy to kind of, you know, recreate moments yeah. that have happened because yeah. you can kind of filter. You can kind of tailor it. It's a lot harder to confess things you're currently real time struggling with. That's like. That's yeah. a whole nother side of things. And I think yeah. like for me, it's a lot easier for me to not act like I'm struggling right now. And then six months from now, I'll be like, oh, yeah, back in January, I was having anxiety. But it's a lot harder well, to be right. like, hey, actually, yesterday, I was like really anxious and struggling because I'm coming off of this kind of mountaintop moment. And they always say, I mean, Brad Jones literally said this at Passion. He said this every year and I've heard him say it every year. It's never affected me till this year, but how more people, you know, die coming down the mountain than going up because people prepare for the, 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 um, the you know, uh, for going up, but yeah, people do not ascent, prepare yeah. for going down. And I think, um, I guess normally I do a better job at that, but this is the first year we've done it with two kids. This is the first year I've come yeah. back to being a mom of two and like things shifted. Yeah. And so I guess, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm like learning that real time. So just, just saying that for the sake of authenticity and honesty. Yeah. And um, I love that, that y'all shared that. So we've been in our new house now for a couple months, but we're definitely, you know, still getting a little settled. But one thing I'm loving in my new house is my soft, comfy bed fitted with miracle-made sheets. These sheets are made using silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA, and they're 
thermoregulating for keeping you at the perfect temperature all night long. So that means better sleep without waking up sweaty and uncomfortable in the middle of the night is right around the corner with Miracle Made. The silver infused into Miracle Made sheets can prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, keeping them fresher and cleaner up to three times longer than your regular sheets. Anything that helps me out with laundry sounds like a win to me. Plus, less bacteria growth means less clogged pores, breakouts, and acne, so sign me up for that. Miracle Made sheets aren't just cooler and cleaner, but they're also super comfortable. We actually just ordered another uh, set because we love them so much. They feel um, just as good as fancy hotel sheets without the ridiculous price tag. We absolutely love them. We have um, a gray pair of sheets and we also have a white one so we can actually just kind of change up the look of our bed sometimes. But Overall, we just love them. They're the best we ever had. I switched them one time to a different kind and Christian was like, uh, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, this is nothing compared to Miracle Made. So go to trymiracle.com slash woe to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift to a loved one, which would honestly be a great gift, if you order today, you can save 40% off. And if you use our promo code woe at checkout, you'll get three free towels as well and save an extra 20% off. Miracle is so confident in their product it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee so if you aren't 100% satisfied you'll get a full refund upgrade your sleep with miracle made go to trymiracle.com slash woe and use the code woe to claim your three-piece towel set for free and save over 40% off again that's trymiracle.com slash woe to treat yourself one thing I was actually watching y'all's video that y'all posted on youtube a couple years ago which by the way so helpful so, so helpful. If you haven't watched the um, video that they posted on YouTube. Talks. Yeah, y'all's Real Talks. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good. That was well, so what's, what's crazy is we did that video um, because of Almond Eyes, but we, we jumped on live stream. We're like, let's just talk for 20 minutes, share a little bit about our story. Didn't plan on going into anything deep or whatever. <laughs> 80, 80 minutes later, like who posts an 80 minute clip to Instagram, you know? And it was actually the most responded to video at that time uh, on my Instagram. It was absolutely insane. The number of people wow. that reached out and just said it was so helpful. Thank you for being so honest. I mean, we talked about pornography. We talked about sex. We talked about um, expectations, uh, wrong expectations. We talked about Brittany's story, the things that we've been through, the things we had to talk through, battle things that... I've gotten angry at God over and we were just like, mm -hmm. we've actually thought about starting a podcast called pillow talk and literally doing it from bed <laughs> and just being super honest. Cause it's like, if we're not being honest and we're not sharing, God's given me this platform. And I think with that, I just feel a sense of responsibility to share the good, bad, the ugly is, and give, you know, as much away that we can, that's going to help mm -hmm. younger couples. Cause I don't yeah. want younger Brandons to be struggling the same way that I did, you yeah. know, if we can help it. So please start the podcast because it was so good. I, I was listening to it this morning and I called Christian. I was like, you have got to go watch this later after we talked to them. This is the most real thing. And and you're so right. Like people don't people don't um you said it on the on the talk, but like people don't talk about this enough. You talked about how people don't talk about purity enough. Um and people also mm. don't, you know, um care about purity as much as we should. But the way y'all talked about it was so just relatable. Like everything I was saying, I was like, Yep, been there, done that, <laughs> so good. This is great. Talking about accountability. But one thing y'all shared a lot about yeah. was um expectations going into marriage and how that was like the hardest thing y'all face. I think that would be a really good thing to talk about, especially if we're going to talk about relationships, yeah. we got to talk about expectations and walking yeah. into marriage with it. So what have y'all learned uh, since the first year of marriage about setting right expectations for each other and everything? Um, what have we learned about expectations? Well, I'll, I'll say this. Um, probably the biggest hurdle uh, was was on me. And, uh, and I feel for men um, in the world um, as I was exposed to pornography at a young age. Um, even had um, a staff member who is no longer at that church, uh, a youth pastor, even tell me that it was okay. Wow. And that'll mess that'll mess anybody up, mm -hmm. um, but especially being a young boy, um, mm -hmm. you know, there's so much that happens psychologically, mentally, when um, you're getting a need met that way, um, and and so 
you know, having to overcome that, but man, it scarred me and it, and it gave me an incorrect picture of what love mm-hmm. is supposed to look like, and intimacy. what intimacy yeah. is supposed to look like. And so when we got married, I hear I have this expectation that every day I come home from work, my wife, I'm going to walk through the front door and my wife's going to want to jump my bones. You know, like <laughs> she's, she's like, you know, not just in love with me, but it's supposed to, you know, like walk You're through the door and me. I've been waiting for you, you know, and, and in my apron. <laughs> yeah, in your apron, yeah. And, and, and just being real, I mean, if we're going to be yeah. vulnerable yeah. and, and, and honest, like um, it screwed up what I thought intimacy was supposed to look like. Yeah. And here's the key. I, I had more, I had more of a, what am I going to get out of this relationship than what am I giving? Yeah. I remember my dad even told me at a young age, he said, do you know what, uh, like a, a kiss it is? And um, like, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he basically said, um, you're, you, you don't kiss to, to, to get a kiss. He's like, you're giving a kiss. Mm-hmm. Like, and in this, this relationship, um, the moment I start to, to, to view Brittany as, uh, an ends of, 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 meeting my need. Um, I've got it all wrong. Um, yes, I learn from you. I grow from you. Yes. You meet my needs. Um, but, uh, this is like, my perspective should be one of like, what can I, how can I bring value to you? How can I empower you? Um, how can I make you feel loved and what are your needs and the way that you want them met? And, and so that was a really big hurdle. I will say, I think, you know, we separate growing up watching movies that yeah. everyone watches, right? Like a popular movie, going to the movie theater. We learned really fast. One, we had to address like both of our expectations, but something that was completely getting in the way of that was watching like mainstream movies. Mm-hmm. We learned really fast that they affected him. They did. Yeah. Like I, I can handle it, but mm-hmm. it was not worth us going and seeing certain movies we just yeah. literally put a wall up with things that were a little too far and yeah. like we didn't we had to be okay with like we don't go see those movies we don't watch those shows because it literally would get between us because he would start it would start creeping back in the comparison hmm. and we have really st- i think probably for like the last 10 years we literally just don't watch so or if there's anything ever inappropriate it's a fast forward like, yeah so, I mean, we have stuck to that and I feel like it has really helped. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, I used to not, I was so insecure. I used to not even be able to watch shows where someone would get cheated on. Yeah. Um, mm. And so take the intimacy thing out of it. Even just watching things that put you in a, in a mindset of fear and, yep. and, and lies and insecurity. Mm. We would watch, uh, I remember like, even just dating as a young boy and I watched Grey's Anatomy, which there was like crazy amount of like cheating. Yeah. And I watched how it affected me and it, it put me in a state of like expecting those things are going to happen. So yeah. then yeah. I'm insecure and I'm questioning and, and it just turned me into somebody I'm not. Yeah. And, and so we had to go so far as to, to monitor and and put boundaries up with what we're, what we're watching. And, yeah. um, yeah, that's helped uh, tremendously. That um, is one so thing good. That's really good. No, go ahead. That's so good. Though. You want to say Brittany has Brittany has a, a, <laughs> a pretty good one liner that has really redefined my uh, my <laughs> definition of intimacy. You, you, oh, I said you, it on I that. Said it I, on I heard and it. I like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Intimacy. Yeah, intimacy is not what. It's, it's not sex. It's not. Having passionate sex is what leads to great sex. Great sex. It's what we do and what we put in and how we lay ourselves down for each other, have fun. It's all the things that are leading to the good stuff. Mm-hmm. That and for you, intimacy. you, you think yeah. intimacy, well, that's that's great sex with your spouse. And it's like, I remember when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh. It is. The times where, yeah, I mean, yes, that is intimacy, but what creates a, a powerful bond that yeah. can lead to a moment like that is what you do that, that leads up to that. Yeah. It's for us, it's like when we play tennis together or pickleball or, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we love to have fun as a couple and in a, in a family, like our ideal date night isn't actually a really nice dinner where we drop, you know, goodness nowadays a few hundred bucks. It's like, 
let's go to a hole in the wall restaurant, just somewhere we can be ourselves and lounge. And then let's go play pickleball, tennis. Let's go on a bike ride together. Yeah. I mean, one of the our favorite things now is to walk. To, to walk around the farm or to get on the four-wheeler and go for a ride. And um, let me tell you, fellas, just you listen, whatever. <laughs> Those small little things lead up and they're important. It might be taking out the trash for your spouse. I'm just saying that's yep. what leads to to intimacy and um, a great relationship is. And it's like elementary, but it's like yeah. date your spouse every day, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, and I treasure those moments just as much as what happens in the bedroom. It's like I really I love what happens throughout the day and those cute little moments and those those ways mm-hmm. we connect, you know, that the world would not say is intimacy. Yeah. But we know that that's what truly is. That's what it leads to. That's so good. I heard you say that on that um, uh, real chat. And I was like, that is so good and so true. And that's something that we've had to learn. And such a good point to draw out too. like the movies you watch, it affects how you live and it, not just an in intimacy, but that, you know, what you do now leads to maybe how you feel later. And even last night, Christian yeah. said, do you want to watch the new Hunger Games movie with me? And like I just mentioned, I had an anxiety attack yesterday and I've been struggling. <laughs> and I told Christian, I said, I can't handle that right now. I was like, I can't handle seriousness. Yeah. And we can't ended up, each no, other. Yeah. I was like, can't even watch, watch that. that. <laughs> no, I do want to see it. I've heard it's great. It's and <laughs> I am going to watch it, but I knew in the state I was in, I was like, yeah. I cannot watch people killing people right now. Like I am too anxious. Yeah. And we ended up watching Annie with our two year old and it was perfect and it was what Aww. I needed and it was so sweet. And so, yes, you have to know your heart. You have to like guard it. And there are certain things that are going to lead to other things and sometimes yes intimacy is a great thing like to to view it as that whatever we watch it can affect what happens later whatever we're doing now it can affect what leads to later same thing with fear same thing with anything else it's like mm-hmm. if i watch this i know in the state i'm in and I, i'm already anxious yeah. that is going to make me feel anxiety which is mm-hmm. going to lead to how i'm going to sleep tonight and potentially yeah. how i dream oh, yeah. and so you guard it you guard your heart you guard your mind and that's yeah. such a practical way Y'all, I just got back from a lot of trips. My family and I have been on the go, and we miss our mattress when we were on the go. I'm not going to lie, because we love our Helix Sleep mattress. Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides a customized sleep experience based on your individual needs. Helix offers 20 unique models, each designed specifically for different sleep positions and feel preferences. They've even got models suited for kids and big and tall sleepers so that everyone in your house can get the best sleep that they've ever had. Helix offers models with memory foam layers, models with enhanced cooling features, and more. And if your spine feels like it needs a little extra TLC, Helix has got you covered with a hybrid design that uses coils and foam layers to give you the perfect combo of support and comfort. So how will you know which of these awesome options is best for you? Well, it's super simple. Just take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your mattress, the perfect fit for you, in under two minutes. It's seriously that easy. Your new mattress will ship straight to your door for free, and Helix will even let you try it out on your own at your own home for a hundred nights just to make sure that you absolutely love it. I took the Helix Sleep Quiz and I was matched with the Helix Midnight Mattress because I wanted something that was not too firm and not too soft and I'm a side sleeper which Christian actually is as well and it was really cool to actually get to take that quiz together and find something that was perfect for both of us. Helix Sleep has over 12,000 five-star reviews and was awarded the number one mattress picked by Wire Magazine so I'm definitely not the only one who's loving Helix Sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Sadie and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Go to helixsleep.com slash Sadie and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. I think sometimes we don't realize how much control we actually have over certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it is like movies or, you know, me and all my guys, we, we have a podcast where we talk about pornography all the time because that, that, that used to be a major struggle for me too. And like, you don't, I think sometimes you don't realize how many safeguards that you can actually put up in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, I think even before me and Sadie met and it was one of the toughest things I'd ever, I had ever had to tell Sadie was like when I was addicted to all these different things you know i never one time considered my wife and as weird as that might sound like i think you it's easy to go through high school college and 
you know, you're so in the moment, you're so fixated on these things and you're addicted to these things. And, you know, whether it's a youth pastor who tells you that it's not necessarily a bad thing, those things do mess with you. And in messing with you, it it leads you to kind of be blinded to what the future can be. And for Mm -hmm. me, it was, Yeah. yeah, never having any kind of, you know, regret in the moment for a potential you know, what my wife might think later. Those thoughts just never crossed my mind, which is as weird as it is. And I think that, you know, trying to encourage young people to, you know, think about your spouse, to pray for your spouse, to, mm-hmm. you know, to anticipate what what that's going to be one day. Um, but yeah, even just now in the moment, I think sometimes we just don't realize that we actually have a lot more say in things that we do than we than, than we actually have, you know, whether it is watching a movie or looking at the parental guide before you go to the theater or <laughs> right. if you're going to fast forward it, time. if you're going to fast forward it, don't just do 0.25, do the full thing to where you, don't, <laughs> to where you still want to see little glimpses. Like you're there's, like, you know, like there's bro, so many, that is so good. Like there's so many things that you can do that I think sometimes we're just like, oh, well, but no, you can, yep. you know, you can have a screen limit on Instagram. You can yep. have app blockers that block Pornhub. Like yep. there's so many things that we can do. So, And I think yeah. too, like to that point, I think whenever you're younger um, and maybe not even younger, it, it doesn't really matter the age. It just kind of matters about the spiritual maturity and like the love you have for God. I think used to, like whenever mm. you heard things like, oh, you should delete this or you should fast forward. You you hear it as like, oh, I have to. And it, it's like a hard thing. Right. But now in the place that we're in and like, the, just the love you have for God and the relationship you have for God and the way that you see whenever like the fruit of the spirit is in your life and you're, you know, mm-hmm. being obedient to the Lord, you're walking in your conviction, all that stuff. It's like, no, I don't want, I don't want that. Like you genuinely don't want it. So it's not like, oh, I have yeah. to delete that. But it's like, get rid of all of it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, yeah. I can't yeah. watch Hunger Games. I can. I, I I probably will in a couple of weeks when I'm in a better state, hopefully. <laughs> but like, I don't want to because I don't want to risk losing peace right now. I don't want to watch these things because I don't want it to make me potentially lust. I don't want to do this because I don't want it to make mm-hmm. me fearful yeah. that my spouse is going to cheat when I know, you know, he is a man of God. Like, you don't even want it. You, yeah. you don't even want to risk it. Yeah. And uh, it's like the Bible talks about not quenching the spirit. Like, I don't want to quench the spirit. I want yeah. To have just that Psalms one, two, and three, like a tree planted by a stream of living water. Like I want fruit, I want leaves, I want Mm -hmm. plenty. So like I do not want to risk it. And I think that that's just such a different way of thinking than thinking like I can't, oh, I have to, I can't do this, I can't do that. It's like, no, I don't even want to because it's so not worth it. And Mm -hmm. when you see like the abundant life God has for you, the abundance in relationship, the abundance in joy, peace, love, like the abundance in the fruit of who he is, man, like you desire that. And so it's just a, it's a good shift. Cause I remember back in like high school, same way, watching Grey's Anatomy, watching all these things. And if I would have been like, oh, I can't watch that. It would have been hard to give up watching something that all my friends were watching. But now it's like, it's just not worth it. You know, it's not even worth yeah. it to me. So it's, it's so much cooler to be, I think the kid or the young adult or, 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 you know, whatever season of life you're in to be the one that's set apart and mm-hmm. then goes against the grind. And, yeah. um, and sometimes you got to just kind of convince yourself that or maybe lie until you see the fruit. Of it. <laughs> but the true. truth is, man, yeah. God, God really does have, um, a better life for us all than when we choose him. than if we choose what the world is screaming is going to fill that yeah. void or satisfy you. Um, yeah. and the way to kind of sum this whole thing up for me, I just, been thinking about this thought of we've as we've been talking um it's to constantly think about let's see i'm 33 now what i've been thinking about lately is like what is 50 year old brandon gonna look back and think 33 year old brandon that i said yes to these things Mm -hmm. and i said no to these things yeah and constantly thinking about um you know my decisions now are going to there's going to be consequences Um, and, and I don't even mean that in a, just in a negative way, but, uh, you know, for those of you who are looking for a spouse or you're, you're married and, you know, you're looking to the future, like, how am I taking care of my finances? Like, how am I stewarding that? Well, um, how am I, how are my, how are we stewarding date night now? Because if a few years go by and we're not doing that, there's, it's gonna, there's going to be consequences. And your nose in what you commit to. 
have been so honoring to our family. I think you say no more than you say yes to things. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, there are some things obviously you say yes to because we're supposed to do those. But it's not like you're like, I got to go do this. He he really sits and we evaluate, is this a yes or no? And he puts us first in all of his yeses. Yeah. And And you you might be listening and thinking like, you know, we're just saying like, be careful of those bad things. You should obviously say no to those TV shows, pornography, whatever. But it's also like we were saying earlier, like good things can get in the way of what's most important. And it's, it's, uh, we're still learning how to give God our, our best. Yes. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that's saying no to good things to prioritize her, to prioritize my kids. Um, and it's, it's a hard, it's hard lesson to learn when it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean it's the right, it's the right thing. Yeah, that's so uh, true. But I'm that's, thankful. <laughs> I know, that's so good. And I think like w- when it comes to like discernment on yes and no's, you really have to ask yourself like, what do you value? What do you prioritize? And once you know what you value most, what you prioritize the most, what means the most to you, it's so much easier then to discern what's a yes, what's a no. Uh, because I feel like some yeah. people ask that question. People ask me that question actually all the time. Like, how how do you decide what you say yes to and what you say no to? And it's not like, um, what somebody said, oh, Craig Rochelle, he was just on the podcast. It was so good. It was talking about how to do that. And he was like, you pre-decide. And what he meant by that was like, pre-decide before you even get asked the question, like before you even look at what the offer is, like pre-decide what your value is. And if you pre-decided, okay, this year, my value is that I'm home more or on every yeah. Friday, yeah. I'm going to have family day. And that's something that we do, like Fridays are family day. And there are some exceptions and there sometimes our family comes with us on the road or whatever it is. But Fridays right. are going to be family day. And this is for the most part going to be true. And then you look at the offer and if it's a Friday and it's not going to work yeah. out, then you've already pre-decided. And so that helps yeah. you with yeah. your discernment of how to say yes and no. And I don't know if by this point Craig's podcast is up, but this will be a tease to when it does come because there was so much good advice in making decision. Um, I know Christian wanted to ask a question about uh, getting started in worship and whatnot, because whenever you were reading that earlier. Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. I thought it was so cool because me and Brandon bonded over This Is a Move, which is a song that really did change my We're life. Back. I, <laughs> I love that song. I, I listened to it the whole summer when, uh, me and Sadie got engaged while I was living here for the summer. But um, I just thought it was so cool that all the things that you do, you know, whether it's with Maverick City or Bethel or Elevation, like you, you really are 
everywhere doing all these different awesome things, but you're also super plugged in in your local church. And I know that you, you know, you lead worship there. So I just thought it was just cool that like, you know, from the outsider, you know, all the cool things you get to go do and traveling, but yet you're still plugged in locally and and leading locally. Um, Yeah. Probably a smaller group than what you get to go do globally. So I was, I just thought it was cool. I was just going to ask, you know, how that dynamic works and how that kind of helps keep you grounded in all the things you get to do. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's a, you said it. That's exactly why I've I've kept that. Well, a few things. One, I'm a lover of the local church. I believe that the church is the hope of the world. That's God's plan A. And I don't know that he has a backup. It's us. It's us filled with the spirit, carrying out the gospel. And it just gets me fired up to see, um, you know, conferences are amazing. We just experienced one of the biggest ones that there is, but there's nothing that can then can really change lives, neighborhood to neighborhood to neighborhood, like the local church. And I think even Sunday is just like the tip of the iceberg to what really the church is here for. And that's day to day, loving your neighbor, sharing the gospel, sharing. It's like in Acts 2, right? It says that they the believers form a community and they share in everything that they have. And it says that daily that the Lord added to their number uh, of those who are being saved. And like, that's what fires me up more than anything. It's not yeah. a, an award. Um, it's, it's not X amount of likes or, or streams on a song, even though that stuff is fun to celebrate because those are people that are lost. Some of them are lost and they're hearing the gospel, but man, it's like seeing my city, our community <laughs> transformed and just to be a small part of a big thing yeah. is really special. I grew up in the church. My dad's a pastor. And so I just grew up with such a love for the local church. And, uh, and so, you know, and then my world blows up, I start traveling and that's when I really learned the value and the importance of yeah. being a tree that is planted by the water. Yeah. Um, I want to be an oak tree that is flourishing, full mm-hmm. of wisdom and I want my family to be that as well. And so they have kept me grounded. Y'all, that's been one of the best things for our marriage is having consistent friends, uh, friends that um, are proud of you, mm-hmm. but not impressed by you. Yeah. And I have needed friends that because, you know, if, you know, traveling around, it can you can easily get to a place and I'm terrified of it. I don't want to ever get to that place, but you can feel people aren't meaning to put glory on you, but when you're being constantly affirmed and, and when you're out on the road and people are so excited, cause this might be the one time this year that you, you came to their city to sing these songs that have changed their life. It's all great. And I'm not saying that like you can get a big head so easily, but it can really affect you. It's like switching into an alternate reality. And when I come home, I need people that don't treat me like yeah. when I go to California and it's like, oh, this is a special guest, you know, yeah. I'm home. I don't get special treatment. <laughs> if I show up late to worship rehearsal, I get, I, on you. <laughs> I get talking to, you know, I get reprimanded, you know, yeah. and, um, and I will say, so Brandon's dad was like the campus pastor. He was in high school at Seacoast, our church. And then we met and got married at Seacoast. Yeah. And he's on Brandon's worship leader on staff, like one of the young guys. And so these people have been like in every part of your life when I came in. And so these, like you said, they are not impressed by you or me. But they love us. They truly love us. They're so proud. And and they're the ones that aren't afraid to to ask the hard questions. And we've went through, we've been a part of a few small groups where we've watched couples fall apart. Mm-hmm. and get divorced and and it's like the more we experience that the more our community is rallied together and and put our foot down and said we will not allow this to happen with yeah. with this community we're yeah. gonna ask the hard questions we're gonna confront each other in love with truth and grace and uh that's the kind of team that we need around us and if you're listening and, and you don't have those people man the local church is a great place to start mm-hmm. y'all i'll tell you this it's going to be awkward. If you go to a small group and you don't know anybody, it's going to be awkward. But you know what? It's worth finding some people that can hold your arms up when you're getting tired, that can call you out than it is going year after year without those people and something eventually falling apart when it could have been safe. Because sometimes you do need 
people around you to speak truth. Yeah. Uh, to to remind you of God's promises, to just even tell you, hey, you're gonna make it. Just keep doing these baby steps. Yeah. You're gonna make it. Yeah. And that's so it's true. been they yeah. That's so good. That's so true. We are so thankful that we found that too. And that was one of the reasons we moved back home or my where I'm from in Louisiana, because I was living in Nashville. We were going to live in Nashville, love Nashville, no hate to Nashville. But because of that dynamic of going out and it, you know, um, getting that affirmation and all of the words and all of that, and then coming home and it not necessarily slowing down, like the pace is super busy and yeah. everyone's doing that yeah. and you know going to get coffee and everyone's like ah whatever you know and it was just a crazy life and I just was like we need to be in a place where we're just grounded that same thing like people yeah. are proud of you but not impressed by you and um, we have such a great community and we've talked about our small group a lot on the podcast that we meet with and they're our best friends but it's just like so great for us because it's so normal and so grounding and I think that there is like a balance and being proud of you but not impressed by you but that proud thing is a really important part too because I think that there have been people in my life before and we've talked about this I always say like Andy Minio said it best I love Andy Minio um, which people did not believe me that I listen to Andy Minio all the time oh yeah until I was in his like top 0.1% fans on Spotify and I was like I told y'all I told y'all I love Andy Minio but he says his line in one of his songs and he says like I need you to stop trying to humble me I have a tough enough time loving me and I remember the first time I heard that and it just made me cry because I felt like that was kind of what I was experiencing with some people in this time of my life where it was because other people were impressed by me it's like they took it upon themselves to try to humble me but at the at the time like I really was having like that was not actually doing anything for me I was having a tough enough time loving me in that season anyways and so it's like a beautiful thing to have people in your life that are not impressed by you they're not trying to hype you up but they are proud of you and they are speaking truth to you in love Mm -hmm. and I feel like now we have that balance in our life where it's like the people around us truly do love us for who we are. They're speaking to our mm-hmm. hearts, yeah. so they're going to be honest with us, but it's in love. And it's like, and so that yeah. is such a gift to have. And I love how you said it. it's going to be awkward at first, man. It is awkward at first. And especially <laughs> yeah. like if you've never been to church, you have church hurt or it's hard. Even my friend was telling me last night, she was like, I'm struggling to go to church because I'm single and y'all are all married. And so there are different dynamics yeah. that make it awkward, that make it hard, but it is so worth it to just commit and stick to it. Cause like, you said the church is God's plan a it's a beautiful thing uh, and it's such a yeah. gift um I know we're running out of time and this has been so good but I do want to shout out too mm-hmm. for all those listening because this is very exciting that we just got to announce that Brandon and I are actually going to be hosting the Caleb mm-hmm. Awards what yeah. what what <laughs> we Woo-hoo! are so pumped I have been so, so excited and uh, Brittany and Christian are coming along for all the fun too. Um, We're going to have some kind of potential role. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe y'all should. Oh, maybe we should all sing a song. Maybe we should all sing a song now that Brittany's in on this and Christian, we need auto tune, but I can, can I can lip lip sing. We can do it. I can lip sing. (laughs) No, y'all taking lead, lead vocals. Me and Sadie are going to do BGBs. Oh, great. Okay, we hey, have listen, to do something I, fun, I, though. I already have my suit. I no, found a crazy suit. And all I'm going to say... Like day two. I was like, Brandon, you just got asked. What, what is this? As soon as, as soon as I got asked to co-host with you, I was like, I, I, was like I, found this, I found this suit. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'll just say... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that could be so many things. It could be so many things. That probably... I'm thinking like print. I'm thinking Tiger I'm King. I'm thinking Tiger Stripes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. Tiger right King. Line. Well, yeah. listen, I I like love that kind of stuff because when the first year I went to the K Love Awards, I was like, yes, like we can go all out. This is so fun in a award show. So I'll wear like yeah. a bedazzled like uh pantsuit. And it was so funny because Lauren Dangle's a good friend of mine, and we get there and I'm like so excited to wear my fit and Lauren wears like a t-shirt and like the weirdest plaid pants and I was like what are you doing I'm like this is so fun actually my mind goes have have you seen Will Ferrell like kicking and screaming have you, you might the have never seen movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he like yes. hand, he like hand sews the tiger outfit in the end. Yes, and it's like the blue. Yes. 
that, that was what I was thinking. This is what we're picturing. Okay, I'll try to wear something a little subtle. That way, you know, it's not just like, or or we just both go loud. Or we just both go loud. Or y'all go, we, y'all go all full camo. We gotta go hey, full camo hey. at least for at one moment. At least for one moment. Know. Let's have outfit changes. Duck I like Dynasty. this. Outfit, <laughs> outfit changes. <laughs> this is hilarious. Well, we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, seriously, thank y'all so much. This has been so real. Like I said, I'm the first one that needed this conversation. I'm so thankful mm. that y'all were on the podcast. I hope you start your own podcast. People need y'all's voice in their life. Uh, just people who genuinely love God and love people and speak the truth and love. Mm. It's so needed. It's so important. We look up to y'all so much in a lot of ways from afar. And now, thankfully, a little bit more up close and uh, grateful yeah. for who y'all are. So thank y'all so much. Thank yeah, you for we're us. so so grateful to be to be on. Love you guys. Look up to y'all as well, and just everyone listening in. We just pray a blessing over your relationship, whatever it looks like. Uh, you see yeah. God in and through it. Know that He's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than anything you ask or imagine, according to the power that's at work within us. Man, choose purity. Keep going after uh, those those mountaintops that God has has put to, on your own individual heart, but mm-hmm. also in your marriage and um, fight for each other, date each other, and um, yeah. Each other. Yeah, everything, <laughs> yeah. Keep it spicy. We love y'all, thanks for having us on. Y'all are awesome. Thank y'all.